Welcome to this week's edition of the Rays Fan Report. And boy, Rays fans, did we have a lot to enjoy this past week. Blake Snell, Steven Souza Jr., Chris Archer, everything was going well for the Rays. Not to mention, yeah, we were winning. In our last 10 games, we're 7-3. Life is good right now, Rays fans. You know, looking at some of the things to be happy about, at least compared to the last time I talked to you guys, Steven Souza Jr., what a plus he's been this year. Hitting two ninety-five, five homers, 11 RBIs. One thing that I like about Steven Souza Jr., or at least what Kevin Cash has done with him, is that he, as far as hitting, he keeps him lower in that lineup. I like having that pop a little bit lower in that lineup. He's hitting well on top of it, but having someone, and I don't mean someone that's hitting, like, I don't know, 80 or something, point zero eight uh, that low, but having Steven Souza Jr., it's nice because if Desmond Jennings, Jennings is hitting five or Brad Miller's hitting six or whoever is hitting there, uh, Steven Pen- Pierce is hitting down there, and, and they don't get it done, Steven Souza Jr. is a, a reli- at this point in time has been a reliable bat to have that late in the lineup. Not to mention, what a what a birthday for him. Happy birthday to Steven Souza Jr. Two home runs against uh, the Yankees, I believe it was. Uh, so that was great to see. Brandon Geyer, someone that didn't get much playing time early on. He played a lot last year, you know, hit leadoff, and I liked having him there. Good speed, good contact hitter. This year, 346. You know, if you look at it, I don't know how, how close of attention you guys are pay, play, uh, paying in these games, but... He was really the one that got things turned around for the Rays, going 4-for-4 four four against the White Sox, getting the win there. Then he plays against Boston, against David uh, David Price. That was a great game. He gets hit by a pitch three times as uh, the Rays won that one, 12-8, I believe. Brandon Geyer, a, a big help in the Rays turning it around in this past week, week and a half. And it's been nice to see Steven Pierce. Steve Pierce hitting um, in the middle of the lineup, playing a little bit of first, a little bit of third, mainly first, a little bit of third, a little bit of second. Rays fans, what do you do you like I know you like seeing him there over Morrison, but is Pierce a guy you'd like to see there more regularly, not just against left-handed hitters, not just against, you know, as a coming in for someone's day off? Would you like seeing him there more regularly? Find me on Twitter at the TB Rays Report and let me know, Rays fans. Is Pierce the answer at first? Is he the guy you'd like to see there? Because if not him, it's someone I'd like to see is Richie Schaefer. I'd like to see him come back. I'd like to see him in the lineup, a younger guy, someone most likely uh, a more long-term answer for the Rays, assuming he doesn't get traded or anything like that. Um, But again, first base has been the real question mark for the Rays. There's that whole platooning thing not working out much. Kevin Cash says that Morrison is going to be a big part of the offense, and I believe that. Because if we're going by the law of averages, like we've talked about before, and Morrison's hitting well under 100, then that means at some point in time, if he's going to hit an average of, let's say, 240, 250, somewhere along the line, he's going to hit a, a period where he's hitting 300. And that's going to be a big help. But for now, Morrison, I don't, man, it's like he's swinging with a hole in his bat. It's just not working for him right now. I do like the switch, though. I do like... Kevin Cash switching Morrison to six, Miller to second. Now, I don't like it. It has nothing to do with the fact that 
I think that Morrison's going to hit better or anything like that, or or Miller's going to hit better, although they did yesterday. I like it simply because Morrison clogs the bases hitting second. Not that he was ever on base, but whenever he was, and if Forsyth gets on and then Longoria makes gets a hit and Morrison happened to be on base, Morrison's one of the slowest runners on the team. I didn't like having him at the top of the lineup. Miller, he's hitting poor he's still hitting poor he's gotten more hits this past week but at least he can run at least he can move at least he's a threat to steal you can do more if he's on base there's a hit and run can now be in play you can sack you can use a sack bunt to move him over there's there's more options with Miller hitting second I think um both of which being left-handed hitters and I think something that hasn't been looked at too much, at least not to me, is that Kirk Casale's been a very good clutch hitter so far. I mean, Hank Conger was, he's still an experiment, I guess. I think the major thing with Hank Conger is that he can't, he's a liability defensively. He can't throw anyone out. Everyone steals at him at will, pretty much. It doesn't matter who's pitching. It doesn't even matter who's running or the jump they get. It's pretty much a, a conclusion. It's going to be a stolen bag. He's too much of a liability. We're not going to DH him with with uh, Dickerson DHing, and not only that, there's other guys in front of him that would DH before uh, Conger. But Casale, clutch hitting, especially against Boston, when he played uh, Boston in Boston, he had a number of clutch hits, especially in that big game against um, Price. You know, he he really got things going, and although his average is low, like Kiermaier, his hits are are big ones. They're not. When the Rays are pounding them, they're not, you know, with two out, no one on, base hit, next guy strikes out. These are runners in scoring position, go ahead, run at first or at the plate, and they just crush them. And these are big hits that Casale and Kiermaier are giving. You know, it's quite a turnaround, Rays fans, what we're seeing from this offense and, you know, from the pitching staff. Wow, this is what we expected the whole time. And, and honestly, it's kind of what we were getting. It was just kind of overlooked because of the poor hitting. But Snell, what a start from Snell, Rays fans. I mean, you couldn't have asked for a better start. Five innings, one earned run, six Ks against the Yankees in Yankee Stadium. And what a heck of a start. I I don't know about you, Rays fans, but I'm expecting to see him uh, again in mid-May. If I had to be pinpoint, I'd say May 10th. May 10th or May 11th, and that's due to all of the off days that the Rays have on Mondays and Thursdays. But Blake Snell, I'm excited to see him. But I don't know, again, if you saw this, but some of his pitches were missing the location, which it's going to be okay. But if we're facing a better hitting team than the Yankees, uh, maybe the Red Sox, maybe the White Sox, you know, uh, probably the Blue Jays, some of those could have been crushed. Something that I, I looked at was... He's got a nice curveball. Obviously, we saw that. McCann saw that firsthand. He caught him staring, you know, a number of times. But the second, third, fourth go-around, and I don't even mean in in one game, but over the duration of a year, what are hitters going to do? What adjustments will they make? Because it's a good curveball, but especially with that uh, sweeping hook curve, that the bigger curve, Hitters can time that up and and do some damage with that, especially off speed. If they're sitting on that, 
then that could be trouble for Snell. However, I did like that he had a a more power curve, a more power hook that would go into the dirt. He left that low, goes in the dirt, forget about it. I like that. I liked his speed differential as a pitcher. That was strong. Obviously, having a, a fastball that runs into the mid-upper 90s is nice. Left-handed pitcher. It was a great thing to see for Snell. I'm very excited for him. And not only that, there's, there's a number of uh, Rays minor league pitchers that are that are due to be coming up maybe not this year but in the future that are you know uh, exciting to look at but again with Snell coming up I like that the Rays have kept Ramirez in the bullpen I think the big thing about having uh, Erasmo Ramirez in the bullpen is that he's a long reliever he can go more than just one one inning or one hitter he's not just a uh, a right-handed specialist um, and that helps the race, especially with this bullpen. We need someone that can eat up those innings, especially if Kevin Cash doesn't like leaving pitchers in for more than, you know, six innings, if that. You know, we need someone that can eat up innings, and, and I think that Ramirez is doing a great job. Uh, Oda Rizzi, he, he's been good. You know, I'd say he's been doing good, but he hasn't been very efficient with his pitches. He He uses a lot of pitches early. He's... Only getting through five, maybe. I, how many times has he been getting out of five innings? Six plus? I think only once or twice, maybe. Which, you know, the season's young, but still. he He's going through a lot of pitches to get through five innings. And that's one thing I look at. But otherwise, he's pitching well. Smiley, he's looking like an ace out there. I don't know what you think, but, I mean, we clearly won that David Price trade. And the the funny thing is, He wasn't even the name that headlined that trade. Obviously, David Price, but coming in, it was Nick Franklin. That was the prospect everyone was supposed to be happy for, excited about. And right now, Smiley, 2.5 ERA, 33 strikeouts. He's looking dominant out there. And again, I think this is what's scary is when we got him in 2014, he was fairly healthy. But last year, he wasn't, and that's why his numbers weren't as good. But right now, we're seeing a healthy Drew Smiley. He's strong out there. He's he's very confident when he's pitching. That's, that's just good news. And the, the, the big one is Archer. He was our weak link. Believe it or not, he was our weak link. And Archer shuts, him, shuts the Orioles down his last outing, six and two-thirds, 10 Ks, zero earned runs. And I'm not blaming you, Rays fans, but I he- did hear some talk that he wasn't our ace. He is our ace. He he struggled early on, just like he said. Don't be tripping, Rays fans. He he struggled early on. So what? So what? He he figured it out, and now, you know, it, with the Archer at the top, Smiley, you know, right, left, right, left, Smiley, then probably Odorizzi. You have more. Oh man, it it just doesn't stop with this rotation. And let's not forget, Rays fans. We have that guy. Uh, maybe you heard of him, Alex Cobb, sitting in the shelves, sitting on the sitting on the shelf, still. So when we get him back, we have Snell. It, it, it's it's a good problem to have. The one thing is, someone's gonna have to go, or someone's gonna have to go to the bullpen, and that's what's unfortunate. But we have what four, five, six arms that are gonna be solid arms. All of them are at least, you know, second or third you know um quality pitchers 
none of them are, are really your typical fourth or fifth guy. If you think back and you look at some of the guys we had at the bottom of the rotation, Eric Bedard, he had a few good starts, but nothing more than an inning eater. We had, I don't even know what his name was, Roberto Hernandez, or I don't know what he what his second, what his legal name was. But, you know, whoever that was, he was horrible. He, I, I believe he, we had him for one year uh, a couple years ago, and, and he's just been bad. And even out of that bullpen, I mean, when we had Peralta, he was a good inning eater, but, you know, he, he'd get some big outs, but, you know, he'd blow some that were big. And this year, I don't know about you, what, what do you think about any Romero, guys? I mean, he's pitching well, obviously, uh, you know, 1.04 ERA in uh, eight and two-thirds innings. And I did not expect this. You know, he's pitching great, and that's fine. But, boy, you look at him pre- in previous seasons, he couldn't hit his location. He's always had speed, but he's never been able to hit his location. And this year, he's figured it out, at least so far. Boy, that it's just great to have that luxury. Everything's starting to come together this early. I mean, truthfully, that, that first week, they look like they're still in spring training. But right now, some of the bats... Not not doing as well, maybe, as, as we would hope. Obviously, Morrison and Miller come to mind, but even Kiermaier, another guy. But was Forsyth hitting very well at leadoff? That seems to be working out well. Very, uh, he, he probably should remind you of a Ben Zobris, but to me, more of a Jeff Keppinger. I, you know, I... I like having him there. We've only seen him at second, but again, he's a guy that can probably play first and third, maybe even short, if we needed. So, again, right now, things are going well. Looking ahead, race fans, again, I don't like to look too far ahead, but looking at our next series against the Blue Jays in Tampa Bay, um, it should be a good series. Right now, the Blue Jays struggling uh, against the White Sox. Just in general, they're struggling, period. They're, they're right around 500 or so, and... The Rays on fire, seven and three in their last ten games. That should be a fun series. Uh, the last time they played was the opening series of the year, and they split two-two. And again, with the Rays having so many off days, when they get done with Baltimore, they have a day off Thursday, they have a day off Monday, and then they have the day off uh, the following Thursday. So the Rays will continue sticking to this four four-man rotation, which I like. It's good. But, uh, you know, I, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't anxious to see Blake Snell pitch again. And, again, I don't think that'll happen until mid-May. I think May 10th is when I would think he would be called up next because they don't have an off day, um, a scheduled off day like they had previous weeks on that Monday. So, again, a lot to look forward to. That Blue Jay series should be good. Looking around the major leagues, I try not to, uh, you know, focus too much on the Rays when it comes to who's not, who's hot, and who's not. Right now, this these this was an easy week. There's a lot of people to choose from, but as far as who's hot, who's not, who's not, Chris Colabella, what are you doing, man? 80 game suspension for PED steroids. I don't know what you want to call it, but 80 game suspension. He was surprised. And whether it's an accident or not, similar to like Maria Sharapova, the tennis player, accidentally took a, a, a medication or something that had previously been legal and then at the start of the new year wasn't wasn't informed, continued taking it uh, in so facto, got a suspension. I don't know if that's the case with Colabello, but you got to pay attention to these things. I mean, this isn't, you know, five-game suspension or, or a fine. This is 80 games. That's half the year. And that's a a big deal for the Blue Jays. 
Chris Colabello hit with an 80-game suspension, not on fire. Who else? Lorenzo Cain hitting 203. The the reigning World Series champions, probably I'd say their best hitter. You know, uh, you had him, Gordon Morales, uh, Perez, uh, Kane hitting third, not doing well. And again, I would know. I got him on my fantasy team. He's killing me. Two o three. Come on, man. Lorenzo Kane not on fire. Two guys. I don't think at the start of the year you would have suspected as guys that would been doing well quite honestly and one of the guys was one I'd like I would have liked to have seen signed by the Rays I just don't know where we would have used him that being Matt Latos four wins 13 punch outs 0.73 or four ERA he's on fire and it's not an accident between him and Chris Sale the White Sox are in first place great job Matt Latos he's doing great and surprise surprise he only signed a one-year deal so I don't know it it doesn't find it I don't find it funny that he was on fire with the Padres, New Deal, Reds, Angels, Dodgers, not so good. Signs a one year deal on fire, probably will get a big contract and revert back to his old self. Not his old old self, just his old self, uh the way he was. And another one, Brian Braun. I thought his days were over. He was hurt, obviously had his uh, PED issues. Braun, three seventy three um, so far this year, five homers, uh, 13 RBIs, doing a great job. And like I like doing every week, Rays fans, taking a look back, at least if I can, taking a look back at former Rays. And, and it's always great to, you know, there are some Rays where I don't like, you know, I wasn't a fan of. There probably weren't fan favorites. But taking a look around the league, Rays fans, Will Myers coming along. And, you know, say what you want about Will Myers while he was a Ray. I mean, there were some, obviously there was a lot good, some bad. You know, it seemed like he had uh, some issues taking instructions from the coaches or whatnot. But right now with the Padres hitting third, hitting 306, four homers, nine RBIs, the Padres struggling. Him and Shields out there in San Diego. But Will Myers is not. Will Myers has turned it around, and I'm anxious to see, is this the Will Myers the Rays were looking at? Is, the, is this the Ray My- Will Myers the Rays uh, expected to have? When when healthy, because right now he's doing a great job. And boy, I'm not saying I'd redo that trade to get Forsyth. I hate his saying that name. But, is I mean, that seems like a win-win trade. Milt Myers for, uh, it was a reliever that we don't even have anymore. And uh, Forsyth. So again, that was that seems to be working out for everyone. And Sean Rodriguez, Pittsburgh Pirates. I don't Playing a little first, a little second. I think he has, he's out in left field a little bit. Three homers, 11 RBIs, 346 average. He's doing great. It was, I mean, I hadn't, I had, you know, obviously I, I see him out there. But the only real big news I had seen since he left the Rays was last year in the postseason when he got in a fight with uh, the Cubs backup catcher, backup backup catcher. And outside of that, you know, throwing a tantrum in the, the dugout, I hadn't really seen much of him. And, you know, it's great to see him. I believe he it was really this past week he's just been on fire. I think in the last week he had six of his or seven out of his 11 RBIs, two out of his three homers came in this past week. But, again, it's great to see both those guys doing well. I never had a problem with them. I loved them when they were with the Rays. But, again, a lot to be excited about Rays fans. I'm not even talking about those two. I'm talking about our team. Pitching staff, always solid, staying solid right now. Exciting to see. And that hitting, they're coming around. We're getting runs. Before, if we were down one, it was almost like, oh, man, 
I don't know if we can get one run or two runs for that matter, but uh, you know it's coming around. We're we're putting up good numbers. It's a little inconsistent at times, but so what? Isn't every team? You know, aren't, aren't all the teams inconsistent at times? So again, compared to where we were that first week, I think there's a lot to be happy about. Rays uh, coming off, I believe, what one, two, three, three series wins out of four. Taking Chicago, Boston, losing a, a tough one in New York, but taking this one in Baltimore, taking at least two, maybe three. We'll see if we get the sweep. But again, a lot to be excited about, Rays fans. Tell me what you think. What's exciting you about this Rays team? Is it the pitching? Is it the hitting? Is it the bullpen? Is it Kevin Cash? He's doing a great job himself. Find me and follow me on Twitter at the TB Rays Report. Till next week, let's go, Rays. Enjoy your week, Rays fans.